There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Motability offers from nil advance payment. Visit MacklinMotors.com for more info. This is Paul Cooney with Steve McGinn taking you into the weekend and who would have believed that we are six and a half minutes into extra time. Yep, Croatia nil, Brazil nil, the favourites to win the World Cup, FIFA 2022, but it's gone to extra time. And Stephen McGinn, Stephen, you've been watching some of it, been listening. Uh, Croatia, have have they dominated? They've been better? It's been very close. Um, Brazil definitely haven't looked comfortable. They haven't looked at, like the star quality they've had in the previous games. And But I think it gives a lot, I mean, a country of four million people. Um, what a quality team they are. Experience, you know, they were in the last semi, uh, the final of the World yeah. Cup. So a team that's been there and done it and um, just, just it could go anyway at the minute. It could indeed. Seven and a half minutes gone. Croatia nil, Brazil nil. Modric 37-38 showing no signs of letting up. People were saying beforehand, you know, they could struggle an ageing team, but there's no sign of it so far. Yeah, well, in the last game, I remember the manager took off him and Kovacic and you're looking at it and thinking, they must have some bench. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or is he just thinking about legs just in case they win the penalty shootout? But the way he's going out, I mean, he, he puts younger guys like myself to total shame. <laughs> well, we look from a Scottish perspective on the bench, Borna Barisic, the Rangers defender, playing all the way, and he's been mentioned every couple of minutes. Josip Juranovic, what about his performance today? Yeah, he's been outstanding. Um, if Celtic, the Celtic board are looking to sell Juranovic in this next window, then they'll be just as pleased as every Croatia fan out there with how good he's been. Um, you know, he took quite a, he had quite a sore night in the Bernabeu against Finney Jr. Yep. Um, but he's, he, he totally dominated them tonight. Um, took them the other way and, and was no surprise when Vinny Jr. got subbed after 64th minute. I love it. As you can tell, Stephen is still playing. He's allowed to call him Vinny Jr. The rest of us have to say Vinicius. Um, but yeah, it is amazing. I was thinking, obviously, about Champions League action with Celtic against them. But he's got, maybe not revenge, but there's a chance there. Oh, a few moments ago, we haven't seen much of, of the, I was going to say Richarlison, but they've hooked quite a few of their players. But that was a chance there for Brazil. Still nil-nil. Yeah, Rodrigo with a dangerous ball in. You know, they've all got this peroxide blonde hair <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. front area. So yeah. uh, you're just looking to see who it was. But you, you just the one thing I thought in, in, in between the teams might be that Brazil have a goal. But to be fair to Croatia, they've, they've really snuffed them out. They've limited Brazil to hardly any opportunities. How do you feel the Celtic fans will be thinking about Juranovic? I guess a pride that he's playing so well. But I was listening on the radio on the way in as well as I had Alan Shaw and one speaker and I had uh, listened to the game. And... Juranovic was maybe the best player so far in the job that he did against Junior yeah uh, uh, as I said outstanding he's been tonight um, I think in any in a normal window I guarantee in a normal season if Celtic hadn't already signed a replacement you'd be thinking can they keep holding him to the end of the season but I think the kind of chat will be um, has, his, has the figure that he's going for just, just a bit doubled after this performance 
0808 if you want to talk World Cup or indeed we've missed it so much the Premiership will be back six days time Rangers against Hibs and then a week tomorrow it's all the other games Aberdeen against Celtic and so many other as well I'll mention all of them I'll talk about what's been happening today a couple of friendlies Hibs 1 Wraith overs 0 Livingston beating Fortuna Settard 3-0 the Dutch team and uh, one that you had an interest in especially family interest your brother Paul at Motherwell they were playing at Tottenham not the full ground at the training ground which is magnificent 4-0 to Spurs how did it go? Yeah um, obviously the type of game it kind of catches your imagination how's that one came about I think it got arranged quite last minute and a brilliant experience for, for Motherwell you know a real strong Spurs team got out quite a lot of the boys that not at the World Cup uh, played in it and a real uh, test for Motherwell ahead the next week and I think it goes to show the how serious Spurs took it with the length of time even Kulisevsky played um, the best part of yeah. 85 minutes so um, good test for Motherwell and although it was a, a 4-0 defeat um, a good great experience for the young players that got to come on in the second half you spared me that one I said 4-0 to Tottenham how did it go <laughs> your brother's a Motherwell player but to play against these players does you no harm do you enjoy it when you have to raise it the level against you know a league that's ahead of ours yeah well I mean the, the boys that have for guys like maybe Stephen O'Donnell that have played England at Wembley they're yeah. thinking I've played these top players and mm-hmm. I don't fancy the run around again but for the young players I think everything about that game today for the young players um, seeing uh, I mean that that's a real elite level what the training ground's like what these boys have if you if you put the work in and you can get to that type of level what what real real footballers' life looks like. So um, I'm sure um, if one one of the youngsters can take away something from that game today, it'd be well worth it. Croatia on the charge, the ball into the box, but it's well defended there by Brazil. There's only three minutes left in the first section of extra time. Croatia nil, Brazil nil at the World Cup. It's just amazing. And then tonight, of course, Netherlands against Argentina. Virgil van Dijk up against Lino Messi. Could Messi's name be on this trophy? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a dream for a lot of football fans out there. But I think it just shows to, goes to show how tough it is to win these tournaments. I mean, a lot of people are starting to talk about the Argentina Brazil semi final and how Brazil oh chance for Brozovic there, Oof, a real um, chance there, just past the post. Stephen, I was looking at you rather than there. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just think everyone had kind of had Brazil already down at least yeah. for the semi final, and it just shows you how strong some of these teams are now and. I mean, we, I know it's a couple of years ago now, but we, we were kicking ourselves at um, our performance against Croatia, but it just shows you the level that these teams are at at the minute. They always go under the radar, don't they? There's no question. So, well, we'll find out in the next 15 minutes uh, if it happens in the 120, or is it going to be penalties again? I'm going to ask you about penalties. Everyone's talking about them. I want to know your experience and what do you think of it? So Netherlands, Argentina tonight, we'll preview that. Morocco against Portugal. Portugal have been called the sort of Europe's Brazil, not the way Brazil are playing today, but after they won the other evening. And uh, England against the World Cup defending holders, France. Looking forward to that tomorrow. Yeah, really am. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's not a lot of domestic football on the, on the weekend. So, I mean, it's all set for a superb World Cup weekend and started off a real competitive game. So, yeah, two, especially the night games, the Argentina game tonight and then the England game tomorrow. Really can't wait for either. 
Good to see Neymar involved today, albeit it's not been the performance that we would expect. But listen, people forget quarterfinal, same in the semi-final. Who gets to the final is remembered, especially the winners. But uh, there's no prizes for going out at this point. We'll keep you right up to date. Stephen, I've been very kind to you so far. It's Paul Cooney here with the Falkirk captain, Stephen McGinn. Just looking at uh, last night, you were in the Challenge Cup uh, against Dundee. Um, tough game. I see the manager was going on maybe about one of the goals, but 3-0 win for Dundee. Yeah, we were well beat last night. Uh, you know, we we spoke this morning. We've probably came off our standards for the last couple of weeks and uh, played a team from the division above, and we were well punished. So, um, not that it's nice to get any competition, but um, it was probably with the, with the weekend off a chance to draw the line in the sands, and um, we go in again Monday and and reset and get back to the way we were playing a couple of months ago for the game with Alloa next weekend. Do Dundee still feel like a Premiership team? I think I mean there's clubs clubs like Dundee always I mean I, I, I played there for six months yeah. it feels like a Premier League team um, yeah, they, I was really impressed with them last night um, looked, looked, looked really well coached um, set a lot of traps for us that we fell into and um, yeah as I said we're well beaten in the night no complaints so you've got a game next weekend so a few days off for the players and it'll be the same for lots of them we don't have it's the Challenge Cup this weekend no games in the Championship or the first or second it's next weekend when everything gets back to action including the games I mentioned them Aberdeen Celtic on the Saturday Hearts Kilmarnock Livingston against Dundee United Motherwell against St Mirren and Ross County St Johnson and of course this time next week we'll have the result of Rangers against Hibs the talking will be over for the new manager Michael Beale he was obviously well welcomed as you'd expect at the AGM the other day um, and he's been speaking about a number of things including uh, his relationship with Stephen Gerrard in the sense of had he spoken to him since he was appointed as we just watch here great chance for Brazil must be Brazil go one up in extra time injury time 16 minutes into the second half and the scorer who else Neymar honestly what a goal um, you just talk, talked about him he's a talisman and what he's just did you'll be watching for years absolutely special goal from a special player and that's what the World Cup's all about look at that the close up there on Modric look at the celebrations Ederson there the subkeeper they're all Don't there tell Roy Keane. Yeah, no indeed he'll not be happy let's see the replay of this Stephen Steve again, Paul Cooney in the Go Radio Football Show, 0808 17 17 700. Here we are, it starts from just in the Croatian half. Yeah, and that's what sets these, even the total, top, top players ahead of these from the other special players. Just the what, couple of one-twos, tight one-twos, takes it around the goalie and puts it away. It's just a massive moment from, as I said, the Brazil talisman. Who's going to win the World Cup? I'll now ask you. <laughs> oh, it's not over yet, of course, 15 minutes to go, but what do you think? Yeah, well, I thought Brazil pre-tournament, you know, I, Hart would, would I'd love Lionel Messi to sign off yeah. his career with a, with a World Cup but I think this Brazil team I think with the way Neymar takes that goal they're going to be really hard to see off What do Croatia do? What do you do if you're the boss? The problem is now that they, they have to real, really find a goal from somewhere and they're going to be flooding bodies forward against a really quick team so uh, it, from from about the, the 30th minute it's looked like a one goal game and I think Neymar may, maybe have just have grabbed it Look at the joy in the faces of the Brazilian fans. They're not there in the numbers they have been in the past and previous World Cups, but my goodness, they always bring something really special. I think they're almost everyone's favourite other team, apart from your own country. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's, it's hard to tell with the fans because it's it's literally been a, a TV tournament. I mean, a lot of the other tournaments, you get the, the, the squares and the cities and you get to see the fans in the pubs. It's, it's yeah. 
obviously for other reasons it's not sure. been that type of World Cup so it's hard to tell with the fans who's who's the locals just celebrate uh, do you know what I mean it's, yep. it's, it's very you're different. reading about an, a, sure. an invasion of the Argentinians ahead of tonight mm-hmm. I mean you're reading about that and you've seen a lot of footage of Argentinians but it's been very quiet especially even from the England fans Yeah. would you have got away for the World Cup I know it's if spots and maybes but I know your family would be there your mum and dad to support John if we'd got there would you have managed to get over I'd have, if John lucky enough to play for, I'm, I'm hoping he's at the next one of course um, yeah. I'd definitely try and be there uh, something highlight of these these boys' careers so uh, fingers crossed I mean he's maybe got one maybe two left to go for okay, so sure. I just I'd love him to be the next one It's only three and a half years actually when we think about it because it will be 2026 in America Canada and Mexico Yeah, and you will love it we'll all love it if we're there Yeah Yeah a couple of brilliant cities to yeah. the good chance to go to so yeah it'd be, it'd be amazing but Scotland aside is, is something that I'd love to experience I'd love to just go to a World Cup and, and, and take it in so that's that'd be a pretty good one to go to one of the highlights of my you know covering games was uh, at a few of the World Cups yeah we mentioned it about Michael Beale the talking is almost over and here's what he had to say a few days ago about uh, Stephen Gerrard when I stood beside him for 193 games uh, him and Gary so I saw a little bit of everything in that time, it's certain to say we had bumps in the road that Stephen mentioned here back in uh, May or June of 2018. There certainly was plenty of those, but there was a load of highs as well when we built a really strong squad with, with Ross and, and the recruitment team and behind the scenes we created and redeveloped a lot of Ibrox and the training ground. The training ground is fantastic. Coming back into it the last few days, it really has even kicked on another notch. The work that we've done behind the scenes here at Ibrox is fantastic. The club's in a really good place. We've missed each other in terms of messages and that, but we, we go back and forth all the time. I know I have his support and Gary and the rest of the staff that was here as well. I lived a fantastic journey here with, with those guys. Uh, and now I look forward to doing that the same with this management team as we say the talk is almost over Rangers will be in action in six days time up against Hibs good news for Hibs that Aidan McGeady was back yesterday yeah Aidan McGeady and, and Kyle McGuinness yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Nisbet a few players took, uh, got minutes yesterday so I mean Hibs really they needed a break as much as anyone um, real bad run they were on so very pleasing for um, the club that they're getting boys like that minutes I see some of uh, Michael Beale's backroom team have been talking about how they think they can do to challenge Celtic in the Cups obviously and everybody else but also in the title race uh, here's Michael Beale telling us a bit more about the, the people he's brought in yeah Neil Banfield joins and Damien Matthew and Harry Watlin all join from QPR with me Neil spent 21 years with Arsenal eight years as first-team coach of Arsene Wenger. Uh, Damien Matthew joins from QPR, where he was assistant coach. Damien, former player with Chelsea, Burnley, Crystal Palace, former England under 21. Lots of time as a, an assistant and a first-team coach at Charlton with a lot of players that came through there, so a real developer. Harry Watlin, a younger coach who's a, a first-team coach that worked at Chelsea, West Ham, Millwall, been coaching in America. And then... Just today, we announced Jack Hay joining us um, as head of performance. Jack's come from Liverpool, where he spent the last eight years. Prior to that, had periods at Newcastle and Tottenham as well. So the staff, I think, is hugely experienced at working with a vibrant young squad and helping players on, on their personal journeys. I'm delighted with the staff. There might be an addition later on, and but we'll see how we go for the moment. Somebody that looks as though is not coming to join Rangers on the field is... Uh... 
Ryan Porteous Speculation for a couple of days We said last night It seemed to be unlikely Any insight on it? Any insight? Or any any thoughts on Ryan Porteous? Yeah well I think I spoke on this show before Before his um, um, Scotland debut About yeah. how highly I think he, he can play And at his best He's well comfortable in that, that um, At that level And he, what I do think is for his next step he's going to have to find the consistencies to his game to bring that more often whether it comes from being out of the spotlight um, his local club a lot of pressure on him so I think the move I think it's the right time for him to move with the Celtic Rangers I can't see any kind of concrete where where that would have come from other than the fact that there's no football games on at the minute of and course. it's just a, yeah. a bit of noise I would expect him to either go to England or, or abroad yeah. if I was guessing some of the names they're mentioning Norwich City Watford Stoke Sunderland Millwall and West Bromwich Albion so more than decent sized clubs there for Ryan is that the level I'm hesitating to say that to you but do you think that's where he would and that's a, a high level top well, the, of the championship the, the, the best version of Ryan Portis is comfortably an international defender like like he showed um, but what what's probably put clubs off before is the transfer fee maybe Hibs are looking for and they're maybe looking at that maybe his discipline record his, his concentration his inconsistencies but a free transfer he's an absolute banker for, for the clubs you've just mentioned um, I don't I don't think it, I don't see it as a risk and as I said he, leaving Hibs I expect him to to knuckle down and to, and to get to that level um, more often and looking at Celtic today, the word is that uh, Yosuke Idaguchi, whom we've not seen much of, Gucci, because of injury mainly, he could get the chance to go back to Japan. 26-year-old midfielder uh, came with great credentials. We've just not seen him. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, he had that early injury yeah. in the Alawa game, but also there'll be better players than Idaguchi come to Celtic and fail to uh, get Callum McGregor's jersey off him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're picking a position at Celtic that really really hard to, to get you're talking about the captain and the, the leader for Celtic so no disgrace to, to be the backup no. to that man and there's been speculation about G Kamakis 27 years old he's an amazing start was 17 goals last year 8 so far this year here's the manager Ange Postacoglu not giving too much away but he was asked about uh, the future of G Kamakis no I don't have those kind of discussions ultimately what I deal with is what I see every day um, you know and uh, every player uh, trains presents himself here and uh, that's what I deal with if I see there's any shift there if people aren't unhappy, aren't happy or you know have got some issues then I'll deal with it but you know right now um, all I see is you know the, the players here training and, and committed to us as a football club and that's all that concerns me beyond that in terms of yeah, their contracts and stuff, they've got representatives to look after themselves, they'll deal with the club. Uh, again, if there are any issues, they'll come across my desk. But for me, they're, they're all sort of in the background. What's more important to me is what I see every day. Um, if I see what I see every day, if I'm happy with, then we're all good. If I'm not, then uh, I'll deal with it then. Good answer, Stephen, isn't it? From Ange Postacoglu. He's watching him in training and he likes what he sees. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. I mean, um, Kyogo and Jack Marcus have not let Ange down they've been, they've been really good signings for him and I think I think it's the one area of the part that's probably splitting Celtic fans um, do they need to improve because they're both fans favourites yep. um, and Ange talks about upsetting the fans by maybe some of their favourites leaving and then all of a sudden a speculation comes about Juranovic and then Giacomacchus so my, in my view there's no smoke without fire I think there's some sort of a movement there you start to get linked with, with other strikers I think and I don't think I'll go and you'll want to sell Kyogo yet I think he'll still see a bit of improvement in Kyogo and um, seems to be his boy so 
but but as I said, I would expect. I mean, Ange, even the way he's done business right away, went and signed Alistair Johnson. He yeah. he doesn't stand still. Once once a player or an agent makes it clear that it's time to move on, I don't think Ange is going to um, do anything but close the door on them. Nineteen minutes gone of extra time Brazil are one up on Croatia it was a wonder goal by Neymar they're making a substitution they've got a corner kick and it's Luka Modric former Ballon d'Or winner who's going to take it Stephen again. and could this be his last 10 minutes in World Cup football but you never know he takes a short one so it's Croatia trying to get back in the game it's going to be tough to you. they're going to have to go for it but they don't want to open up too much at the back as they come forward again there's Modric how good has Modric been for you in this World Cup? Yeah, we were just talking about the next yeah. World Cup, but he, he doesn't look as if a player that's just about finished, doesn't he? No. You'd be you'd be loved to roll him out of the next one the way the way he looks and the way he's playing. But that what Croatia are doing now, they're flooding men forward and and uh, you feel as if Brazil are just waiting to the chance they're going to get a counter attack to finish it off. But uh, Croatia are going to continue to throw everything at it. I mean, it's all or nothing now before they go home. The go radio football show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! This is the Go Radio football show going into the weekend. It has officially started. Stephen McGinn, he declared it thus at five o'clock this evening. We're in how many minutes to go? We've only got six and a half minutes to go in the World Cup quarterfinal. The first one, Brazil are one up on Croatia, but it, my goodness, it took them into the, well, just before half time of extra time and it was Neymar himself they've missed him he came home I hadn't seen that much but my goodness what a goal Stephen yeah special goal you know a couple of one-twos against a packed defence you know there didn't seem to be any space but that is the difference with these boys and uh, it's why they're on the top top money somebody who's a top player Virgil van Dijk one of the best in the world would you agree? yeah yeah um, I think he's had a tough season this year yeah um, by his own standards, I think, off the back of the knee injury. The Pickford tackle. Yeah, a shocking t- challenge. And I know myself from that injury, it does take a while to, yeah. to get going again. But um, And you had it when you were in England. Yeah, yeah tw- 21 I was. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a difficult rehab and it is difficult to, to get back mm. right away at, f- at full speed. But, I mean, even at a half at Virgil van Dijk's is close to the best defender in the tournament. Let's hear from him then. He's looking ahead to the game this evening. Seven o'clock kickoff, Holland against Argentina. It's a quarter-final and that's, that brings that extra special to it. I think for me personally, I'm just so proud and happy to be there and lead out the boys and you know advance to the semi-final and get a step close to a dream that, that all of us have. Not giving too much away there. What's he got to say about, well, is he the greatest player in the world, Lionel Messi? One of the best players of all time, maybe Leo Messi, obviously he's, he's done it for so many years. I would say him and Cristiano Ronaldo have been, you know, the two stand-up players of the last two decades and there's only respect towards what they, what they achieved. Yep, some play that be this evening. Who do you think? Netherlands or Argentina? I suspect you're going with the South Americans. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like personally Argentina uh-huh. to win. Um, I think it's going to be really tight and what I would say on Messi is in a game as close as this, it's it's your Messi's, your Neymar's that can separate these games and, and why you love watching it because you're watching it for these big moments and um, I just love 
I'd love the theatre of a Argentina Brazil semi final. It would be absolutely phenomenal. How many minutes? We've got four minutes left in the World Cup quarterfinals. As we see, it's a Modric breaking out for Croatia. They're a goal down to Brazil. They've got four minutes left. Could there be a bit more drama as they charge forward looking? And it's a chance, a brilliant chance. It's <gasps> a goal. It's a goal for Croatia. Took a deflection. They've scored. And it's 1-1 with three and a half minutes to go, Stephen. Wow, was not expecting that. The, the biggest surprise for me was how open, I can't believe Brazil left themselves open for the counter-attack. And the big man's took a bit of stick uh, through the tournament for not looking like scoring. And here he comes with his, with his goal in the semi-final against Brazil. Fantastic. That's, it came out of nowhere because we're beginning you could see the Brazilian fans were absolutely loving it as they should have been but there you are you've got to give credit to Croatia they never give up and, and then Modric started that move and he's 38 yeah and I, I'm just watching it now a 4v4 counter attack I mean it's, it's criminal really from a Brazil point of view to be 4v4 when you've got the game already won but the, the coolness and the cutback and still a lot to do he's, he's put it away against the best goalkeeper and oh, I taking a deflection um, against the best goalkeeper in the world that yeah. needs it um, but yeah I, I can't believe what I'm watching Bruno Petkovic has scored there for Croatia wow this is probably going to go to penalties unless something happens in the next two and a half minutes mind you they'll add a few minutes as well the magic of the World Cup it is hotting up Steve no question yeah and, and I think it goes to show they talk about the English media are all talking about the experience of the previous mm-hmm. tournaments I think the the calmness Croatia have showed yeah. even since going behind here leads leads in that experience and um, they haven't they haven't just thrown balls into the box they've, they've built the play up as you say a great pass from Modric and, and they find themselves on the counter attack so yeah real back game on again so Juranovic is still on, the Celtic player. Um, no sign of Barisic, I don't think he came on, did he? But he's there, he's on the bench, I would imagine. Croatia won, Brazil won. 27, 28 minutes gone now as we see the close-up of Petrovic. So is there going to be a bit of magic from Neymar? Also one of the best in the world, although it's now an attack by uh, Croatia. I wonder if yep. Juranovic will try his Penenka in this, this well, shootout. I was going to ask you about penalties. And actually... Um, Stephen has been on, another Stephen, Stephen Doyle's been on saying, what about penalties? What would your advice be? What do you think of the penalties so far? People are talking about the keepers. Are they worrying too much about what the keeper might do? I, I think so. I, I, I feel as if I've got into a position where you're watching all these games and they're obsessed with what the goalkeeper's doing. I mean, the way I was coached, the way I was brought up, it was you pick your spot and you hit it hard and um, it seems to be now all these players I mean it's a, it's a technique in itself I suppose to watch what way the goalkeeper's going but it seems to be a real fascination in the goalkeeper instead of you being in charge and we practiced penalties ahead of the game last night and uh, in case and you see quite a lot of the young players and they're, they're doing this walk up I, I, I yeah. just I'm, I, I'm not comfortable with it personally I'd rather you just pick your spot and, 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 and hit it hard hit it well and more times than not will go on I would imagine if you're looking at the keeper the keeper could so easily play that mind game against you and you change your mind at the last second I mean some of the penalties have been shockingly bad look at Japan how well they played but they were I know the keeper in fact it was almost like a pass back yeah well I just think if you're if, you, if you're picking your spot and you and you hit it hard you've still got a chance of scoring yeah. if, you, if you're waiting for the goalkeeper to guess to dive away and he guesses the right way he's saving it because you're not getting enough power in it to, to beat him so uh, yeah I'm not comfortable with it myself personally I prefer them just to go up and, and hit it and hit it well but 
it has, beca- it has become a theme of, of the World Cup. Oof, and there's a long-range effort. Juranovic was involved in it. He didn't take the shot, but it's still 1-1. And we've got 10 seconds remaining. This looks like penalties again, Stephen. What was your best and worst penalty that you can remember? What's the one you thought, wow, I've nailed it? Well, me personally? For you? Yeah. I've not... Uh, mostly shootouts. Um, I remember I missed one for St Mern down at Kilmarnock in a, in a shootout. And I remember... What I've just spoke about, where you pick a side and you just go for it. I changed it last minute, and I know it's a bit of a cliche, don't change yep. it. But for whatever reason, Jamie McDonald, the goalkeeper at Kilmarnock mm. at that time, he'd kind of he showed me quite a lot of the side, and I tried to double bluff him, and yeah. Yeah, I just mm. didn't connect with it. So since since that moment, I kind of doubled down, and I'm just going to pick my side and go for it. And do you remember Van Dyke pointed to where he was going to pl- spot it, and he did that in a penalty, and he did a see. Uh, a bit of a rough tackle there. We've got a minute and a half to go before penalties. It's Croatia 1, Brazil 1. And your best ever? Uh, best ever. The ones that go in are good, aren't they? I mean, yeah. it's a goal, <laughs> a goal, especially yeah. someone like myself that wasn't exa- have not exactly been prolific. <laughs> I, I, t- I take penalty goals and a penalty shoot, let it count. So Gareth Southgate's not been on the phone to get some uh, advice from you in case England against France tomorrow goes to penalties there's Neymar over the ball he's not in the box he's at the at the uh, near side here here he comes free kick into the box chance it looks as though it's headed away still around Stephen McGinn a chance for Brazil saved by the keeper headed away there's 40 seconds to go and it'll be penalties a handball there so this could be it yeah it was yeah. a pretty good chance for I mean Casemiro always for a whole midfield he manages to pop up in, in good areas and I think he'll be disappointed he didn't catch it well but yeah that looks to be it now free kick to Croatia in their own half so uh, penalty shootout it is Was that Schmeichel I saw there in the, the stand there's so many Oliver Kahn top players Oliver Kahn was there as well I knew it was another keeper another great keeper uh, there well the Brazilians can hardly believe it the 32 minutes have come and gone and it's Croatia 1 Brazil 1 and that wasn't expected. Netherlands against Argentina tonight, Morocco, Portugal tomorrow at three, and then England against France after that. Back here, just looking, we talked there about uh, Makis beforehand, and Celtic have got a couple of players in, we know. We heard Dan speak about uh, Kubayashi, who is here in Glasgow. Yeah, good to get uh, Yuki in. Uh, he's one we've sort of uh, been working on for a while, and uh, practicing for a while, he's, you know, I've already said he's, you know, he's plays as a left-sided centre-back, which um, is a pretty important position within the context of the way we want to play our football. Um, having and having somebody who's left-footed there, it's you know, they're, they're not easy to find in general. And um, he's already got a fair bit of experience, even at the age of 22. And I just thought it was a great opportunity for us. He was out of contract. And um, the fact that we could bring him in now, you know, get, let him get settled, I think, you know, he's one that you know, we, we'd be looking at to make you know, more of an impact um, as the season goes on, not somebody who we're going to throw in straight away. But again, that depends on his progress. But um, yeah, really pleased to have him. I think he'll he'll, he'll be great for us, and, and um, yeah, I'm sure that um, he'll see this as a great opportunity for himself. Stephen McGinn, build when you're in a strong position. Yeah, and it's something Celtic fans have uh, been frustrated with in the past, and I think it just. Uh, shows where they're at as a club at the minute. I think uh, fans are happy with uh, on and off performances, on and off the pitch performances, and adding in a lesson a half when um, probably at times this season they've had more de- defensive injuries than, than they want. They're just really making sure that they're they're not left short. 
It's going to penalties. We'll bring them to you in a few moments. Let's hear a bit more of Ange Postacoglu. Uh, well, we'll hear from Alistair Johnson. You mentioned him a wee while ago. I mean, it looks as though Juranovic will be going at some point. His transfer value is, what, 10 million plus now? Maybe even more this afternoon? You know, if you'd asked me about four o'clock, I'd have said 10, 12 million. Now I'm thinking maybe 15, 16 million. 15, 16. Stephen has said it. It'll happen. Uh, well, we don't know if it's going to happen, but it looks it's- like it, doesn't it? I mean, the, the only... Juranovic has been an outstanding Celtic player. Um, there's been a couple of accusations in the Champions League games that the goals have come down his side, but I think he's just showed tonight what a top top fullback he is. And I mean, this is the top level of football and he looks just so comfortable and um, he can play for a lot of teams around Europe. OK, we want you to miss nothing in the penalty shootout there is Alisson. Just speaking to some of the players, they're going into a group, almost a huddle, isn't it, that uh, they're going into at the moment. And Lekavanic, the Croatian goalkeeper there, just throws the water over his head. Of course, we forget about the heat. I know it's night time there uh, and the lights are on. But my goodness, the tension in this one. Yep, we're coming up quick break and then it's the penalties. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. Thanks, Chris. Croatia won, Brazil won at the end. It's penalties. Croatia scored the first one. Stephen McGinn keeping an eye on it with us here on the Go Radio Football Show. Brazil, penalty. <gasps> it's saved. It's 1 0 Croatia so far. Stephen? Yeah, yeah, great first penalty from Vlasic, uh, the West Ham player, to make it 1-0. And Rodrigo from Real Madrid, he just, I don't know if he's watching the goalkeeper, just doesn't hit it. And it's its a good one for the goalkeeper, good tight. Um, he's just not had it far enough into the corner. So advantage Croatia. Wow. This is, you know, there's no point in speculating, we'll know. In the next few minutes, the Brazil fans hold... They're just looking down, looking so disconsolate. They bring so much to the World Cup, but they could be on their way out. So, two penalties so far. Croatia are one up. Who's next for Croatia? We'll find out in just uh, a moment or two. We can see Juranovic there. The cameras are on him. It's not him who's taking it. He's Celtic's penalty taker. Here we go. Stephen, jump in whenever you want. It's Croatia coming Meyer forward. Taking it. Meyer, Another oh. good penalty straight down the middle again. 2-0. How cool was that? Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> um, in the occasion, you're always thinking the goalkeeper's going to dive and, and Croatia have just walked up and hit two right down the middle. So we're doing that, you're into Alisson's head. Is, how does he keep diving? Is, is, it, is the game plan to keep going down the middle? So really, really good start from Croatia. And here comes the Man United star, former Real Madrid. It's Casemiro who's there, places the ball. There are two goals down at the moment and the penalties. Here he comes, he looks pretty cool, doesn't he? He looks up. Steps forward, here he comes. Four steps, shoots and scores. So 2-1 so far. Yeah, brilliant penalty from a top player. Needed that. I mean, after watching Spain the other night, you're thinking they need to score to keep themselves in the game. That's all Brazil can do now. They can just stay in the game and hope that Alisson can pull a save off for them. Or Levakovic, of course, for Croatia. He could be crucial. And Alisson, what a goalkeeper, the Liverpool man. Uh, reckon to be the best in the world, maybe? I think he's in the best in the world, yeah. And that's, well, the Brazil players are on that touchline praying that he's the best goalkeeper in the world at the minute. And guess who's up next for Croatia? It's the man who was the World Player of the Year, Luka Modric. So he steps back, sorts the hairband there, which we know so well, looks up, Luka Modric. Close up on the telly, he comes forward, five, six, seven steps, shoots and scores. Wow. 
Stephen, good penalty? I mean, uh, if, if, if ever a player like that looked, uh, you could be cool in that situation, it's Luka Modric. Uh, a lot of relief in his face, you know, it's yeah. a huge moment, that could have been the last strike of a ball for him at a major tournament, but when you just watch him, sends Alice in the wrong way, and uh, a massive celebration from the captain. And they're three, one up, Croatia, three, Brazil, one after the 1-1, one, one after the 120 odd minutes. Who's coming up next then? Pedro. Pedro for Brazil. He's got the hair as well. Most of them have got the blonde look at the same barber. Which you think they have. So here we go. Pedro blows out, comes forward, does that wee shimmy. Takes it Takes it well though. You don't like that though. I don't like it when they stop. Nah, the, yeah, nah, I don't like it. But it's, uh, yeah. The goalkeeper went early and he just tapped it to the other side. So on the occasion that it works, it looks the real, the real deal. But I'm always more comfortable with doing what Luka Modric does. So we're just seeing that one again. It's the Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney with the Falkirk captain, Stephen McGinn. And as we, well, tomorrow, there's going to be Morocco, Portugal, England, France. Can you imagine if this goes to penalties this time tomorrow night? Who's next then for Croatia? They're 3-2 ahead on penalties. So if they score the next two, they'll be through. But here we go. Takes his time, shoots, oh, and just in. Un- unbelievable yep. penalty. Wow. Unsavable. Um, I think Alisson, he's went the right way, but that's what I mean about picking a spot. I mean, it's he's just put it exactly where he wants it, side net, and it's unsavable. Postage right in, in the corner there. So, the next one, crucial for Brazil. Who is going to take it? Rodrigo, missed. Casemiro has scored. Right, here we go. Wow, the pressure. Can you imagine, Stephen, again, what that must be like? Yeah, we've got the country's yeah. World Cup hopes in your, in your foot right now. Miss, miss it and uh, you're home. So it's 4-2. If they miss this, that's it, isn't it? If he scores, it continues here on the Go Radio Football Show. Comes forward, shoots. <gasps> it, that's it, they're out. Yep, it came off the post. There goes Juranovic and co. Barisic running on. He, We can just see them there. There's about 25, the whole squad's there, hugging the goalkeeper. Dominic Levakovic of Dinamo Zagreb. Brazil are out the World Cup 2022. Didn't see that one, did we? No, quite amazing. Amazing. What? It's just, uh, I mean, should we be surprised with the getting to the World Cup final four years ago, what, what this team's achieved it's just it's just amazing and knocking out the favourites um, from from it looked like they were dead and buried in extra time just an amazing amazing team spirit they have Neymar you can just see the etched in his face the misery but look there close up of Luka Modric and how does he deserve to go again to a semi-final yeah and I, I think it just shows you football I mean Neymar scores that goal it's yeah. every Brazilian's thinking that's what we've waited on him doing all our, all our lives. He was born to, to lift the World Cup and it, it just shows you, it just goes like that. Woody's been on the social. She said, I said it an hour ago, that uh, they were going to win. It was going to be Croatia tonight. Woody, you got it absolutely right. Wow. Uh, amazing. Great scenes there for Croatia. And they've got a big uh, group of fans there following them to Qatar. And there is Modric speaking with Casemiro there. I saw a quick bit, Stephen, the two of them, two superstars. Yeah, um, obviously they'll, they'll know the feeling of having lost a World Cup about what that feels like to go out. But what an opportunity to get to another cup final for Croatia. You know, playing against uh, Argentina or Holland. Um, and as I said, that 
the manager, that group of players, just it's just amazing what they do for such a small country. Let's just uh, go on the line here. I think Laurie from Deniston is on, I suspect, to speak about Juranovic. Good evening, Laurie. Oh, I'm so delighted. Congratulations, Juranovic and Croatia. Tonight's result should read Humility won, Argens didn't. Uh, they're yep. pushing, they're uh, mocking, uh, they're arrogance, and they're flying home to Rio de Janeiro. I, I am so happy for Croatia. Is that Roy Keane on, or is it Laurie from Deniston? I know. Did you think he'd go? <laughs> You've got Stephen McGinn laughing. That's no mean feat. Stephen, what about Laurie? Uh, well, first of all, for Juranovic and Barisic and, and the Croatian people. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, delighted for them. Um, I suppose, Laurie, I'm one of the people guilty of writing them off. I just thought mm. it would be Brazil versus Argentina or Holland. But it's so, why it's such a difficult tournament to win. It's just there's so many good teams out there. And what about Juranovic, his performance? I think I said earlier, I was in the car listening and his name um, came up so many times. What do you think of your fullback? Absolutely fantastic man in the match, unquestionably. <clears throat> and I think I'm a realist. I think uh, having signed Alistair Johnson, uh, yeah. the probability is that uh, Juranovic will, will go. But tonight, he has enhanced his transfer value by several million pounds. But more importantly than yeah. that to me, I agree entirely with Roy I hate posturing, I hate mocking, I hate taunting. And I'm so delighted the Brazilians are out. Key question for you, Laurie. You were on last week, the week before, when Martin O'Neill was on, special programme, and he promised a cup of tea with you at the, the book launch. Did you manage to go there last Thursday? Well, I'll tell you what happened. I'm <laughs> 67 years of age, and unfortunately, my knee failed a wee bit athletically, yeah. and uh, it prevented me from waiting. Uh, there was a, a queue line execution. Yeah. Uh, I got the mm. book. Yeah. I, went for, uh, uh, I went for it. I got the book. But I never did get a chance to see the blessed Martin. Well, do you know the truth is, Laurie, he was looking for you, genuinely. He was fantastic, Stephen. He was in here, uh, in the studio, where you're sitting, and he was in great form. And actually, Laurie came on and thanked him for what he did for Celtic most eloquently. And it was a brilliant moment. And Martin was like, I won't do Martin's voice, but you know, are you coming along and I'll make you a cup of tea? And he, I promise you, Laurie, he asked if you were there afterwards. So there you are. So we'll get the message back to him. So, Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, it's a special moment there. So tonight, who is going to win? Who do you reckon, Netherlands or Argentina? I think uh, Lionel Messi. I'm a romantic yeah. uh, in football, <laughs> and I think he's going to realise his uh, lifelong ambition, mm -hmm. and uh, he will walk away with the trophy uh, next week. Wow, would that be poetic justice? Do you think? I know, you know, just given the career he's had, the shadow of Maradona. Maradona's amazing, but it, that's what they say about Messi. No matter what he does, Laurie. I bet he, he didn't win the World Cup. The guy is just absolutely immense. Mm. Uh, there aren't enough superlatives to describe him. He's the best player of my life thing. Stephen, I want to ask you and Laurie, what about tomorrow night then? Who is going to win? So Morocco, Portugal, who do you think, Stephen? Yeah, what, what, what I think, I think Portugal will win. I think um, wow. Morocco yeah. rode the luck at times against mm. Spain. I think Spain passed it about too much in front of them. Um, I think the, the interesting thing about Portugal is the Ronaldo noise is actually, I feel as if they went under radar how good they were the other night. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the manager would be quite happy with the Ronaldo noise because people aren't talking about how much a threat they are. And, and it is a pretty, especially Brazil going out now, what mm -hmm. an open tournament it is. And uh, yeah, I think I expect Portugal to win that tomorrow. What about young Ramos? What do you reckon? 
Laurie, what do you think? I think an Argentine yeah. England final for me, Paul. Right, okay. Because it could have been the romantic Ronaldo versus Messi, but you think England saw, so in other words, tomorrow night. And Stephen, what I do you reckon? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think France will win tomorrow. Right. Um, I just think, I mean, everyone's talking about the uh, Mbappe versus Kyle Walker, yeah, but Jiro sure. is against Stones and, and Maguire and Dembele and against Shaw are equally as, as important. I think, I think France will have too much for them tomorrow. Laurie, take him on. Sorry, Paul. I'm saying take him on. You know, you reckon the France World Cup holders, um, you reckon they will do it tomorrow night? Well, I think it's 50 50, but I think yeah. England will prevail. I think that uh, they've got better attacking options. I realise that uh, Mbappe is the main man, but I think that Kyle Walker will negate his threat. Right at the, outset, at the outset of the tournament I was thinking the way the draw kind of panned out I was thinking we could get a repeat of the 98 World Cup final with France and Brazil but mm. we could actually get a repeat of the 2018 World Cup with France and Croatia of course. the way things are Absolutely Don't, The way Croatia played tonight Don't write them off Laurie, I hope that injury is better soon look after yourself and we'll speak to you soon Great call Thank Cheers, you, Thanks very much. Bye bye. Joseph's been on from Hillhead saying, Great to hear Laurie on with such an eloquent turn of phrase for the situation. So that's good. Tense situation. I was on to Jim White a few moments ago. So tense. Who would have believed it? Croatia are through. You can never count them out. No. Um, it'd be interesting. I mean, I wonder if word spread to the, the Argentinian dressing room. Um, yeah. Because, we, I mean, obviously the huge rivalry there, but. If Lionel Messi, yeah, I know the pressure on him, the, the expectation on him is huge, but to beat Holland and to beat Croatia to get to that, uh, another shot at the World Cup final would be, it, it's opened right up. So I'm hoping that he can produce his magic and we can see the best of, of himself tonight. Yep, it really is. They talk about the business end of the football season. We're at the business end of the World Cup now. So, yep, Croatia are through against Brazil. And tonight you reckon Argentina are going to win against Netherlands. Do you think we'll see a great game this evening? Yeah, I think it'll be yeah. uh, fiery. I think it'll be... I mean, there's a couple of interesting battles. I mean, Di Maria and Louis van Gaal aren't exactly on the greatest of terms. Yeah. I think there's a few scores no. to settle in that no. one tonight. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, hoping the, the kids uh, are tucked up early enough for me to get the full game in. <laughs> Let's hope so. Uh, Gregory's been on a big Celtic fan saying uh, pound sides for Celtic on Juranovic they reckon he's gone up he heard what you said maybe 10 up to 15 million now listen you don't want players leaving Scotland but we know that's the that's the, the playing model Celtic Rangers well everyone has to you know but before it would be other clubs would feed Rangers Celtic I, I, I just, I, my opinion on it I just think Celtic um, get burned trying to keep on to people too long um, with the Covid season kept probably Odson Edward Ryan Christie a season too long and, and it didn't work out for them and with Celtic already looking like a replacement and I think any Celtic fan now is just thinking about Celtic getting the, the best deal for Juranovic and thanking him for a for an outstanding 18 months of course uh, this weekend then Rangers against Bayer Leverkusen that's tomorrow at 1 o'clock Celtic will be playing Wren over in Portugal and we've got the women's final as well this weekend so let's hope that that's a, a a great game for those going along to it. good crowds now at the women's game we're running fast out of time uh, for you Stephen weekend off you'll be hoping the wee one is sleeping it's absolutely Baltic here isn't it it's freezing in Glasgow what was it like playing last night uh, in minus what it was minus five certainly in Lanarkshire it's 
probably terrible conditions to watch a game, but it's mm. actually not bad to play in. Um, when the wind, it was it was a really bitter cold night, but there was no wind, so it was actually quite enjoyable. Well, apart from the actual game, the warm up was enjoyable with that <laughs> freshness in the air. So, um, yeah, as long as it's not windy, then it, then it doesn't spoil the game. Let's hope so. Stephen, thanks very much for joining us. We're back next week, one hour specials. Then we're back to the two hours as we. Get ready for the big kickoff on Thursday. Rangers against Hibs, an absolute sellout. Uh, and I see the Scottish football teams doing well. Rangers helping the um, the prostate cancer uh, campaign that's going on. And Professor Joe Bradley was on our news earlier today and talking about the work that clubs do in Scottish football. That they're so important as part of the community. Sure, maybe the bigger, all the big clubs could do even more, but you even visit people, not even, but at Falkirk you've been helping the community. Yeah, I mean, we had a food bank uh, project on at Falkirk today, so it's just, I think sometimes it, it humbles you, just yeah. what's going on out there and um, how little things can help. And um, I mean, it, it's, more, it's more the stories you hear about people saying, oh, they got to meet so-and-so and, -so and uh, made their day etc you know I'm sure pretty soon Celtic Rangers players will go to the hospitals around Glasgow they do, that's right yeah Glasgow Children's Hospital Stephen we've run out of time thanks so much we'll see you next week Croatia are through Zoe Kelly's up next after the news we'll be back on Monday at 5 The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com Let's go there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.